0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Swifty Perry. We have a good episode planned for you guys with a friend of mine named Rob Shepard. Rob's a pastor and author, and he talks to us a little bit about his newest book called Kill the Jerk. This is such a fun leadership conversation that him and I go back and forth, and we really just hope it blesses you and helps you to lead better today than you did yesterday so if you could do a favor if you really like this episode just share it with a friend let's get it out there to your different friends and hopefully this helps them lead better and also if like it subscribe so you don't miss anything and leave us a review is always helpful but we're going to jump straight into my conversation with pastor rob shepherd What is up, everybody? How's it going? I am here today with my friend Rob. How's it going, Rob?
1: It's going awesome. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Of course, Rob. You just have so much great leadership. Um, You're a pastor. uh, You're an author. I I know we have some mutual friends, and I trust them so much, and so I'm so excited to have you on. Um, Tell us, Rob, just a little bit about your leadership journey.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I would say that I am an accidental leader. Um I uh I was I've been on, on church staff since I was eighteen years old, but oh, wow. I've always been comfortable in the second chair. Um I never had a desire to be the lead pastor. Um I, I love the creative elements of church and I loved, you know, behind the scenes. Um but God really pushed me out of my comfort zone and um called me to lead a church. And um, it it was not something that I sought after. It was not something that I wanted to do. Um, But I found myself in this position where it's like, okay, now people are looking at me to lead. I I can't hide behind the first chair anymore. And um, so I've had to learn a lot of lessons the hard way, um, but it's really come through um, God pushing me and putting me in that position.
0: That's awesome. tell, Tell our people, where do you pastor at?
1: Yeah, I at Next Level Church in Yorktown, Virginia. Uh, we're close to Virginia Beach area or Williamsburg. We're kind of in between uh, those, those two areas.
0: That's amazing. And you've written a few books, right?
1: I have, yeah. I've written, written three books. Um, my newest one uh, just came out in January called Kill, Kill the Jerk.
0: Tell us that. I love that name title. That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about where that came from. Where did Kill the Jerk come from?
1: Yeah, so it came from, um, I was writing another book on relationships, and um, I started working on a chapter title called Kill the Jerk, and the more that I started writing the chapter, the more I started realizing that I think there's a whole book in this, and really it it comes back to this idea that all of us in every relationship, we go through this honeymoon phase, and the honeymoon phase is where we are on our best behavior, and the reason we do that as humans is because we want someone to like us. We don't want them to reject us. The honeymoon phase ends though, because at some point in our brains, we become so comfortable with the other person that we lose the fear that we're going to, that they're going to leave us. And as soon as we lose that fear, then our true selves come out. And that's when we start taking people for granted. And so in jobs, you have people who will work their hardest for on average about two years during the honeymoon phase. And then once they no longer fear they're going to get fired, they, uh, you know, it's when we start to slack off and, and we don't put forth you know our best effort um you see the same thing in friendships um or in marriage and uh so the idea of kill the jerk is um the people closest to me I should be giving my best not my least to and in order to do that I've gotta I've gotta die to something inside of me and uh so that, that's that's where the premise
0: came from that is so good and I just just in that little snippet hear so many leadership principles um can you draw some of that out for us? If you were talking about kill the jerk and you were talking to a room full of leaders, what would you say to help leaders lead better today?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think um, the, the whole idea of um, we tend to treat people better when when we're afraid they're going to leave. Well, what happens when you're leading an organization and you've been there for a while um, the way that you treat the people in your organization is going to go a long way. And so often leaders try to lead out of uh, fear or causing people to be afraid or out of a position of power. Um, but that that really is a jerk move. And long lasting healthy leadership comes when we lead ourselves, when uh, we love people genuinely, and we don't we don't just want something out of them. And so. Um, You know, I would say that all of us, especially leaders, we have have a jerk that we have to kill to make sure that we're treating the people that God has entrusted to us, that we're treating them well.
0: Yeah, that's such a great point, right? Because we're leading teams and leading organizations. And sometimes the jerk can come out where we're leading people so that we can do what they, what we want them to do. And that's where you see a lot of spiritual abuse. You see Uh a lot of... People getting hurt from the church because they feel manipulated by the leader. That's right. And so, man, that is such a good point. So what is a way that we can kill that jerk in us if we start to see or somebody starts to see, because I'm a big believer, leaders should have people in their circle that will tell them the truth, that they need accountability. That's how we lead healthy. And and so if you if somebody tells you Matt you're you're just you're being a jerk right now you're leading this way and that's not the way Jesus would lead um, what kind of tips would you give to help somebody fight away from from being that jerk and killing that jerk?
1: Yeah, well I, I think what you said is, is crucial. If you can find people who will be honest with you, um, the what I've found is that the higher I've gone as a leader, the less honest people are with me. Um, and so people don't want to be brutally honest. They're afraid because they're thinking in their mind, I don't want to get fired or I don't want to hurt the boss. Or um, And so I think what you said of having people around you who can be honest with you and, and just – and be vulnerable with you, um, I, I think that that is, is amazingly crucial. Um, and you know, and I, the, other, the other part is um, – you know, I mentioned this in the book, um, but research shows that only 13 percent of the population is self-aware. If that's true, then the vast majority of us, we don't know when we're being a jerk. We, we just react. We see someone doing something we don't like, and we react to it. And um, we're never going to gain traction over our jerk until we realize and analyze, um, you know, I need to treat people the way that I want to be treated, not how I'm feeling. And uh, so I think that's a crucial thing of really doing some self-analyzing um, and, and really looking inward and saying, you know, hey. I got to treat people well, even when they don't do their part. I'm responsible for the way that I treat them.
0: Wow. That is so good. And that's so important. I just look at marriage. I've been married less than two years and, uh, my wife can say something or talk a certain way and I'll immediately get reactionary instead of stopping and thinking. And I see that so much in leaders sometimes is especially when a tragedy hits or we're going through mm-hmm. something, we can become so reactionary that we don't stop and think logically. And yep. so that is such a good point of of not being a jerk is to just stop and think. Um, James says it well, right? Like to, to think about what we do, um, to listen more than we speak.
1: Yeah, for sure for sure and and i mean that's the hard thing though about being a jerk is that when someone is a jerk to us we react and we can't see how that our reacting is also jerk like all we see is is well they're being mean or they didn't do their job or they didn't do their part and so we almost justify and rationalize our jerk like behavior and like what you said in marriage our our spouses get the worst of us um because you know they say something we don't like We're so comfortable thinking, oh, they're never going to leave that we treat them the worst as opposed to saying, no, let me give them the benefit of the doubt. Let me, uh, you know, let me believe the best about them. Let me take a pause. And yes, she said something that hurt my feelings, but let me pause. And that doesn't give me the right to treat her like, like a jerk. I, I think you're right on with that.
0: Yeah, that is so good. And just learning so much from, from being married and being a leader, um, we we all face that in marriage, right? Like my wife has told me before. I don't think she listens to my podcast so I can talk about it. Um, <laughs> but my wife has has said before to – she, I walked in from work one day and she was like, can I just not have your leftovers? Yeah. And that was just such a switch going off for me. I'm like, wow. I did not even realize it. I was not even aware that I'm giving my wife my leftovers. Yep.
1: Yep. That is yeah, and we all, so good. Yeah, we and we all have to fight against that. Um, like I, I don't know how anyone can argue with the fact that we are just broken human beings. The fact that by nature we would give our spouse our leftovers instead of saying, no, this is the person I should be giving the, my best to. But that's just the way we're, we're wired as humans, that we literally have to kill what's inside of us because what's inside of us is to take someone for granted and to give them our leftovers and, and not our best.
0: Yeah, I know this book is just going to help so many leaders to lead more healthy. Oftentimes, we can get attached to leading more people without leading more healthy. Um, And so, I think this book is just going to help so many people um, to lead healthier. But Rob, um, as we're closing, do you have any last tips that you would give a leader right now? If you're like, man, I just want to end it with this. I want to give this leader this nugget to lead better today. What would that be?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, think you, you actually, um, inspired it from your last comment. Um, something that I say, uh, often to our staff and just to those that are in kind of our inner circles is that, um, We want to reach people, and we want to grow, and we are continually growing. But we may never be the biggest church. I may never be the biggest author, but I do want to be the healthiest. And when people talk about my legacy or talk about who I am, um, I want them to say, you know what? Um, I cared about people well, and I treated people well, and I treated people the way that I wanted to be treated, the way that Jesus has treated me. And so I would say every leader can, can apply that no matter if you're, you know, at a, at a place where you feel like you're the big fish in a small pond or if you feel like, man, you know, you're just booming, you're dominating the world. At the end of the day, the way that you treat people matters. And so treat people the way that you want to be treated, not how, how you're feeling.
0: Wow, that is so good. That's such a good point that a leader can implement today is to, you know, the biggest thing I got out of it is to remind myself to be more self-aware because yeah. that's when I lead the healthiest. That's right. And that's so good. Rob, where can they find you on social media if they have questions or they want to check more of what you're saying out?
1: Yeah, um, I'm on Facebook uh, at, as Rob Shepard, uh, Twitter at Rob Shep, Instagram Rob underscore Shep. Um, so all the names are pretty similar. But if you go to Facebook, it's Rob Shepard. Uh, Twitter is at Rob Shep and Instagram is Rob underscore Shep.
0: Awesome. And they can find your new book, Kill the Jerk, anywhere online, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Yep.
1: All, all those places have it.
0: That is it's amazing. It's also
1: available Kindle and Nook. And so if people prefer the ebook, it, it's available that as well.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much for taking some moments with us, Rob.
1: Yeah, thank you. The honor's mine. I appreciate the
0: time. Of course.